0: Hey everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Welcome back to the Busy Mom Podcast. I'm gonna be talking about friendship today. Um, and I've asked Dorenda to come back and join me. Dorenda! Hey,
1: I'm so glad to be here. We got
0: a little we got a little historical friendship thing going on. We do. We do. It's and uh and it's good. It's
1: good. And it's, it's good. had its ups and downs. <laughs> and it's still good. And that's the great thing about friendship. Uh, that's right. The real ones they they that's last right. for a while. That's right.
0: So I want to talk about it today. Um, a part of the reason I want to talk about it is because it's uh, one of the one of the most important chapters in the new book that I'm writing called Becoming Mom Strong, which is mm. going to be coming out here pretty soon. We're Can't excited we. about that. And so I'm going to be talking about kind of the rise and fall of brick and mortar friendships today. Mm. Sort of yes. how the online community sort of has taken over in many ways for in real life or the IRL community, which and we need it. And I think That's we right. need uh, that community. Before I do that, we've got a couple of housekeeping things I want to go over with you. One of the things I want to announce, and we've been, my husband and I have been talking about when to do this and how we're going to do it, but I am beginning to launch a Bible study series. It's going to be based on the podcast. So it'll happen once a week, probably on Wednesdays. I think we're going to call it In the Word Wednesday. And awesome. you are going to be able to go to the website and download the notes from that day and, and start a Bible study in your home. And And so if you're interested in signing up for that, keep listening. We're going to have a sign-up for you here pretty quickly over at um, HeidiStJohn.com. If you've not subscribed to the blog, you're going to need to do that because that's how that sign-up sheet will go out to begin with. And then you won't have to do any work really except for listen to the podcast and we'll pick a topic every Wednesday and I'll be addressing probably cultural issues, anything that, um, you know, any kind of... um, thing that comes up in the culture that we feel like needs to be addressed from a biblical point of view. And then you'll be able to download the notes, and share it with your neighbors. So we are called to live in community. And I guess that's why I felt like I wanted to just tell you we're working on that. That should happen the first around the first part of September, probably after Labor Day. But if you are interested in doing that, we really want to have you be a leader. right? And so uh, li- as you're listening to the podcast, if this is something you're interested in leading, could you let us know? Shoot us an email at podcast at We're sort of trying to gauge interest. And then pretty soon we'll have a site up or a section on our website right. just for the leader. So you can download the materials and share them with your kids or with your women's Bible study, and that way you can listen to the podcast. We'll go over some things from the Word of God. You can download the study guide that goes with it, and boom. That's awesome. You got a culturally that relevant is-
1: Really Bible exciting! Study. What a great way to invest in real life relationships. Yeah,
0: and we're excited about that. So I'm really hoping that this will go beyond just women listening on the podcast, and instead maybe go to your neighbor next door and say, "Hey, you know, I'm I'm doing a you know coffee thing in my house uh, on the you know Wednesday afternoons at right, one or whatever. Right. You don't have to do it on Wednesday; you can do it any day, any day of the week that you want right. to. But the podcast will be released on Wednesday that will correlate with that week's Bible study. So we're excited about that. So in the word Wednesday, coming to your neck of the wood. <laughs> this September. So keep watching for that. Also, we've got some conferences coming up. We do. Woo to
1: the who. Yes. Where are we going? Two fearless conferences. One is Indianapolis, October 14th and 15th. Got a great group of women already signed up. I know, We're, we are
0: getting full. We on are, yeah. So
1: I encourage you to go and check that out. That's on the, the blog. Yep. Um, you can go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash fearless. And you also would go there for the Tampa Conference, which is November 4th and 5th
0: and Tampa is filling up fast too. We we we've already got well over 100 women we signed do. up for that event and mm-hmm. we just opened registration. So I think that event is going to sell out as well and we want you to come. We want you to come and bring a friend. Absolutely. I think you're going to be just ridiculously encouraged. You're going to be trained in the word of God, so bring your Bible, bring your That's bring right. your pens and we're going to we're going to ink up our Bibles together. And just spend some time worshiping the Lord. And it's expecting such a great to hear time. from it.
1: It's so great to get together with other women who love the Lord and just grow together and pray for each other. And my my favorite, I just love being there and then afterwards hearing all the stories and the and the responses. We just get just a hundred percent positive response. It's so we encourage changer. you to go and sign up and give it a try.
0: Yeah. It's a life changer and there's chocolate. Oh, lots of chocolate. Lots of pounds chocolate. Pounds yeah, of chocolate. I'm not trying to like despiritualize it or anything, but a girl's a girl's got to have her <laughs> That's chocolate. That's right. <laughs> and so we're gonna bring it in. We're bringing our chocolate from uh, from Oregon and Washington, right. and you will be blessed. That's right. So uh, encouragement by chocolate, so, <laughs> kind of like that. And there like we go. What we just did in Houston. So like excited that. about that. Also, I'm doing uh, redeemed in Vancouver That's in right. October. so mm-hmm. October seventh. October 7th. And that's just an evening event. It's a dessert, it but we've actually got a film crew coming in we do. to film that. And Super so we're exciting. excited about that. Mm-hmm. And that is the kickoff for the 2017-2018 season of Redeemed. That's so right. we're excited about that. So you can check all those uh, activities and conferences out at HeidiStJohn.com forward slash fearless. All right, Dorena, let's talk about friendship. Okay. And why it's so important. I think, you know, mom's it, motherhood is a tough gig. It really for is. For real. It really and is. And really your kids are not your people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. No. No, they're really not. No, not I until not until
0: they're older. And I you know, we you know I've talked about this now. Mm-hmm. Our our oldest girls are grown now. Right. And the, and it's wonderful just watching them parenting their own kids. It and is. they really do turn into your like best friends because they do. you have all this history and it's so it's just this incredible bond between a mother and there a daughter. It really is. But for those of you who are in like The young daughter stage of life. Maybe your daughter's (laughs) two, or maybe she's four, maybe she's (laughs) fourteen. A moment of silence for everyone who has a fourteen year old daughter. (laughs) <laughs> you know what we're talking about. You need your people. That's right. And I have observed something, and I'm I'm going to be curious to know, Duran, if you've seen the same thing. But I have observed that we have transferred a lot of our friendship energy to the internet. We have, and I don't think it's healthy. I think we need, and I think the same thing is true for, um, you know, social media. Of course, does it? Right. And you can have virtual friendships. And I mean, I'm a blogger. Right. I have a lot of, of friends that live across the country from me, as many of whom I will never meet. In right, person, right. who I consider to be friends, but they aren't going to bring me a casserole when my kids <laughs> have the flu, right? I mean, they're right. not the ones that they just can't. It's not because they're jerks; it's because it doesn't work that way, right?
1: And there's an element missing um, when it's just virtual, yeah. You know, and I think I think that can meet a need most yeah. definitely, but it's not the full. Uh, the full-bodied friendship that comes from a, you know, a person-to-person, a real-life relationship. Yeah. And I think over the years, as I'm watching, kind of observing my
0: own life and friendships, I I realized the ones that that last uh, the longest, real friendships are like real food. Right. So they're – the fewer the ingredients, Right. The more quality of the friendship. So like Dorinda, if you were a food, you'd be organic. <laughs> right. There we <laughs> <Because> go. <laughs> it's kind of this thing that you have this organic relationship that, that 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 I think helps friendships go the distance and that is joy right. kind of a crucial component to that friendship and also you know it's knowing that that person's in your corner that they're rooting for you you know and it's the ability to hang in there right and to believe the best that's right about that other person and man that can kind of get messed up online a little
1: bit it really can. you can't hear the inflection in somebody right. else's voice you you know texting it's really easy to turn into a keyboard warrior yeah <laughs> you know because you're not really having to deal with the ram of Of that, and and it's just it just can get really dangerous. Yeah,
0: it really can. And so I think we're going to encourage you guys to really grow organic friendships today. Mm -hmm. Grow them at home. Right, You know, grow them in your your church, in your own backyard, at your homeschool co-op, with your mommy and me, friends, whatever. But organic uh, friendships are great because they grow on their own. They don't need any fussing, just a little care and sunlight, and they're going to blossom for years and years. And everybody needs a friend like that. That's right. So I want to talk about two reasons why I think it's really important for moms to have uh, brick-and-mortar friendships. And then a couple of things I'm noticing over my years of mothering that are consistently wounding mothers. Two things that take a strong mom and make them weak. The first one is lack of knowing that they're born with a purpose. Right. And the second one is isolation. Yes. And isolation is a killer and it can be devastating to mothers because the devil works covertly to keep mothers feeling isolated and alone. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out some isolating um, factors to you, Dorinda, and tell me if you recognize any of them, okay? So I want you to see if you recognize any of these isolation inducers. Uh, newborns. Oh, ding. oh. Ding, 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 ding. Okay, toddlers. Oh, oh, <laughs> homeschooling.
1: Tilt, tilt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sick children. Oh man, mm, allergy kids. Mm-hmm. These are the kids that are allergic to everything, right. and you have to, and you can't eat at the birthday party like everybody right, else does. Right. I have moms who. My friend Melissa, who mm-hmm. she would tell you that that was an isolator for her, um, a PMS. Yes. Ding. Menopause. <laughs> 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 laundry, depression. My point is at the end, there's always gonna be reasons that feel legitimate for us not to reach out That's right. to other moms. And that, and I think that the, um, the devil uses that to keep us from being part of the community, from being um, out there and actually reaching out and taking risks and taking chances and getting out of our house. But an isolated mom is more prone to depression and anxiety. That's and I right. think we've seen that um, certainly play out in different seasons of our lives over and over again.
1: And the moms in community just- do better. It's true. And one of the things, uh, some of the feedback we've gotten from the conferences is that um, just through different you know times of prayer where we're praying for specific things moms have met each other who have the same things that they're dealing with and they've been able to find someone to get community with yes. after the conference yes so that's a, that's been a huge thing yep and it's so important and it just it th- those are the
0: relationships that help you go the distance and i think moms need to understand it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be for life that's right i think um, relationships can be seasonal and that's okay absolutely that's okay you, the mom that that was your you know bff when your are kids were in first grade might not be your BFF when your kids are 16 and 17 years old for a variety of reasons. But I think it's worth it to celebrate the season that you're in that's right. And encourage the friendships that you that you currently have. I I look back on my life, you know, I'm a little bit of a, of a dinosaur because like you, Dorenda, I remember when email came.
1: Do you remember? <laughs> I do. You do. It was so exciting. I know. And I, was like, I can't even believe I can do this. I know,
0: it's crazy. We hit send and bam, like within five seconds, somebody else has it. But I, and I think that was 1996. Right. So right around 1996, um, I think, is the year that communication between us grownups began a slow and steady transition into the digital age. Right. So what we used to do was call each other on the phone. Right. Which I think, I'm sorry, is preferable, honestly, to texting and Facebook and all that stuff. Not that I don't love um, the opportunity to do Facebook. But to me, it seems like since 1996, our relationships have been gradually turning from brick and mortar relationships into virtual ones. Right. And so I'm going to try to just – um encourage moms to come away from that a little bit and really take a risk. It's risky kind it of. Is. Don't you think? It, absolutely. I mean it's sort of risky because you can be anybody you want to be. I love what's his who's the guy I'm looking at Jay like he's gonna tell me. Who's the guy that wrote the song I'm so much cooler online? I can't think of it. Is that Brad Paisley? <laughs> Brad Paisley, I'm so much cooler online. It's the best song ever because you know he's basically he's living in his parents' basement, but when he's online, he can be anybody he wants to be. And I think we do that as mothers. I think we can we can be this Pinterest perfect mom, and it's scary to allow somebody into your house and just let them just drop by and see that there's seventeen thousand loads of laundry on your kitchen floor that haven't been done yet, and you have no idea what you're going to serve for dinner. And
1: there's a vulnerability that comes with it that doesn't come with an. Online relationship, yep, yep. Online is is uh, clean, and in real life is messy, right?
0: And that's and sometimes the messy things. I think most of the time the messy things are the best things. If God you can, is in if the you, mess, yeah, boy, he really he, is. Thank God he's in the mess, right? Online is fast. Um, you can say what you want to and keep moving. In person, not so much because you kind of have to deal with the fallout, right? right? I mean, if you notice that people get online and they sort of, you know, the other moms, I I watch them just like. I don't know if I can say this on the podcast, but they sort of flip you a virtual bird, right? (laughs) And then they just keep right on moving. In real life, it doesn't go over so well. Right. Right? And so I think that we've gotten almost, there's a little callousness. Like we say things uh, online that we wouldn't- Desensitized. Yeah, we're very much desensitized. Online relationships make you feel protected, but real relationships um, expose your vulnerabilities. That's right. So if you're online, you can kind of be Brad Paisley's, you know, I'm so much cooler online. Right. But- but when somebody comes over to your house or somebody starts getting in your life or getting in your getting in your minivan mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and they right. see, you know,
0: eighteen hundred pieces of Cheerios and Fruit Loops and whatever <laughs> on the floor of your Cheerios, of your van, then you're like, Well, I was gonna tell you about this, but welcome to my world. Welcome to my world. <laughs> um and online you can be whoever you wanna be, but in real life it's pretty obvious who we are. Right.
1: And I think God uses the mess. I love what you said. Mm -hmm. I think he uses it. I think we need it. We do. And I can say from experience when I've gone through very, very difficult times, like when we lost our grandson, it was the real life relationships Mm -hmm. and the warm hugs and the Mm -hmm. people being there in person that were the greatest comfort.
0: Yeah. And as a blogger, someone who's been blogging for 15 years, I can tell you, I have seen up close and personal what happens when we spend more time online than we do with people that we can touch and see. That's right. I, and I think just to know, I mean, you can have 250,000 followers on Facebook
1: like I do and feel very alone. That's right. And feel very isolated and feel very unloved. And that's that's where the enemy wants us. Yep. So I think that's important to recognize. He wants us to feel isolated and we may not always recognize it as isolation when we're only doing online relationships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the truth is there is a feeling of isolation if you don't have real life relationships. Oh man, it's so true. So if you're a mom who's listening to this today and you are
0: struggling and you feel alone and lonely, I'm going to encourage you. Get involved in a mommy and me group, sign up for a book club at the library, get involved with your local church. Oh my goodness. Get that's into great. a women's Bible study, start inviting people into your mess mm-hmm. and then watch what the Lord will do. He'll,
1: he'll take it and he'll make something beautiful out of that mess. Right. And you can take it in baby steps. I mean, yep. maybe when you meet another mom, you decide the first time you guys get together, you're going to go to the park instead. Yes. yeah. But, but be willing to keep moving forward with yes, that. Absolutely. Um, I'm going
0: to end. And I, want, I actually want to come back and talk about this again, because I think there's another side to this, which is what happens when you're, when you've been wounded. And I have certainly had my fair share of wounding, uh, from friends in the past, and uh, I think it's important for us to be honest about it and just say, "Listen, this, it, you know, it's, if it's in real life and it's messy." Sometimes the mess bites you That's and sometimes right. it hurts uh, but your Facebook friends and your Twitter fo- your Twitter followers are not going to bring you a casserole when you've had a baby. They might post congratulations, but I'm telling you there is no substitute for walking in relationships with moms who can really honestly do life with you instead of casually commenting about your life online. That's right. It's important to invest, invest in those relationships if you're thinking if there's a friend that you're thinking about right now while you're listening to this podcast, I know some of you are in the shower. I'm talking to you right <laughs> so (laughs) So if there's a friend that's coming to your mind, maybe that's the Holy Spirit saying, hey, give her a call. That's right. Give her a call. It's important. Invest in your friendships. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.